0: Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Are you passionate about creating amazing podcasts? Terrific. You are in the right place. Welcome to Pod Talk: short conversations with podcast creators that are not just about podcasting, because I like to take the scenic route. My guest today is Rob Regglesworth. Welcome, Rob. How are you today?
1: I'm great. Thanks, Craig. Thanks for having me.
0: Um, we always have fun beforehand, and then it's like, okay, where are we going to start? And I promised I would softball the softball pitch, the first question. And that made me think of, uh, I was in England uh, in September of 23, and I was in a park that I won't unpack the whole story, and I'm standing next to somebody who's English, and we're watching them play this game, and I'm like standing there going, what the, what is going on? And there are people... (laughs) First of all, they're having a ton of fun and they're drinking beer. So I'm like, I think these are a bunch of like coworkers and it was a weekday. So I love, first of all, the idea of they're swinging little short bats and they're drinking beer often at the same time, like what is going on? And then they're running around these, it turns out it's rounders. So it's like the other version or the precursor or whatever (laughs) you want to call it of baseball. what we would call American baseball and- I found it super fun. The person that I was talking to had, you know, she's going like, I think I played this game when I was like knee high to a grasshopper. And there was something fun about standing there. Her and I were having other conversations around movement. And we were like, we have like been walking and talking and why, and then we're like, stop, wait, what's going on here. Um, and the opportunity to engage with these random British people who are playing this fun game on some weekday. Um, it, it sort of was fun to investigate the game with this other person that I was talking to. I knew her pretty well, but we're like, what are they doing? Oh, they're going, what's going on? So when, when I mentioned softballing, softball <laughs> pitching you the first question, the first thing I thought of is what about podcasting really has surprised you or like, oh, that was surprising. But then when you went into it, it actually was like, oh, no, wait! it is actually even more surprising than that. It's not just this first level. The more I peel back, the more surprising this gets, if that sounds like a question.
1: It does and it's a good question to start with. Um, lots of things have surprised me I think since I started podcasting uh, back in what 2019 now and I think it's the willingness of, uh, of people to lend their time so generously I think is probably the thing that surprised <laughs> me the most um, when I first started reaching out uh, to people to ask if they would they would do a podcast with me, and they were often people that it would be difficult to get a short conversation with. Often, or if you emailed them saying, "Can I just have a an hour chat with you?" They might have said, "Who yeah, are you?" or what, "Why? <laughs> why I a cup of tea?" Yeah, um, yeah. Can I b- b- borrow? <laughs> <Who are> you? <laughs> can I borrow five minutes of your time? Yeah, that classic question. But suddenly, the podcast gave me the ability to frame a conversation with this person with a bit more meaning they allowed allowed them to yeah understand a bit more about what I wanted to get from the conversation Mm. immediately and then all of a sudden it was like this superpower could uh, have an hour potentially two hours of conversation with people who I thought were out of my reach almost immediately and then obviously I've I've, uh, still got people that I want to get on the podcast in future who are still out of that league I think but I always am surprised at how many people say yes and how many people mm. are, are willing to dedicate that much time to a really in-depth conversation. I think that's the thing that still surprises me now. I think I'm just uh, delighted uh, every time someone says yes and takes the time <laughs> out to,
0: to speak to me
1: <laughs> for that long.
0: Well, thank you so much for saying yes and joining me today. <laughs> <laughs> um Random, have you ever gotten, because I've never gotten, have you ever gotten a cold outreach for a guest that you actually thought was, oh, that's somebody I want to talk to?
1: Mm, yeah. <laughs> Weirdly, yes. Yeah. That was um, why I restarted the podcast actually I I was doing the podcast in from 2019 when I did the podcast fellowship uh, through Seth Godin with yourself Craig I believe that's uh, how we connected and uh, was doing it for a couple of years um, pretty solidly until COVID and other things happened and it was uh, it just got put on hold had a bit of burnout classic didn't plan ahead enough lessons were learned (laughs) um and i went away (laughs) yeah mistakes were definitely made in that first iteration Uh, but learned a lot and then uh, paused it for a while and thought i would potentially never come back to i actually never fell out of love with love with podcasting i did a another couple of podcasts on the side um similar to yourself i have always got lots of different projects on the go can't help myself yeah. um but yeah i did one i used to have a music blog so i had a podcast on there and then i had a another podcast just literally a fantasy football podcast between friends so that allowed me to keep doing podcasting which i love mm. with a little bit less pressure because they didn't have the guest element they were purely um the music one was me and my friend t- just chatting amongst ourselves. The uh, fantasy football one was literally just me and my friends. So allow me to keep doing podcasting without the pressure of, the, of getting guests on. And then all of a sudden in 2021, uh, I did have exactly that cold outreach from a guest that had been on my long list. Mm. Um, well, it wasn't from the guests themselves. It's from their media crew saying um, this person was launching a new product. Uh, they're doing the rounds. They wanted to know if the podcast was still going, if they could do an episode. And I was sat there like, oh, this is this is someone I really like to talk to. Someone I thought was out of my reach. Um, I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to start the podcast again. So it was actually thanks to that to that email and thanks to that outreach that I started it up again. Uh, did that one off episode. Then things got delayed a little bit again, but it started. This started the wheels in motion. Uh, and then meant I finally relaunched the podcast properly this year, and I'm going to carry it on for as long as I I can now. Hopefully,
0: I didn't realize until I was doing my homework. Uh, should I call you out on the dates? So the the pause was four years, yeah, <laughs> oh, October 2019 <laughs> to March of 23. Um, and one of the questions I wanted to ask is like, whoa, you you really like you pulled the trigger in March of 23, like the episode's like 57 minutes long and you had a clear motivation and the get like, it was like, and there was a, like a timed product launch, you you mentioned that in the show, yeah. And I was just like, wow, there, there's probably a story here. So thanks for telling without telling you, <laughs> with me, without me even having to ask. Yep. But then what I wanted to ask, but you also mostly unpacked is why was there a ten month delay between that in March and starting in January of? I can't believe it's 2024.
1: Yeah, I think it's more that Craig. It's more it's just oh. time just passes uh, quickly. It's it's less the uh, <laughs> yeah. You sit down and you uh, stop doing something, and the next thing you know, it's 2024. But but, um the river yeah. of
0: denial moves quickly.
1: <laughs> but it was, no, so that, that episode in 2023, I sort of rushed out because of the request of the guest. They had a product yeah. being launched. So I did it, but I knew I wasn't ready to relaunch. And I didn't want to make the same mistake that I made in 2019, <laughs> which made, led to burnout, <laughs> which meant I didn't carry it on for as long as I wanted to, which was really refine the list of guests I wanted to, to speak to do the research not just reach out to the first guest that pops into mind but really hone like see who's been on other podcasts see who Mm. has a good story to tell because that's the the key because I've made the mistake in the past of my podcast is speaking to innovators founders who are tackling environmental problems and you can have someone that's got the most amazing product and um, solution but they may not have a very interesting story behind it whereas you might have something that's a less amazing solution but they the the founder themselves is a really really interesting person who has an amazing story to tell Mm -hmm. so I wanted to do that research find the best guests I possibly could batch a few episodes (laughs) you know and then launch again this year with I've got like five or six episodes in the bank already so I can just chill slightly and focus a bit more on things like social media um all that kind of stuff um which i couldn't do before because i was just going from episode to episode uh editing and then going on to the next one and then editing it and then worrying about who the next guest was going to be and then yeah that's what led to that initial uh, eventual giving up for a Mm -hmm. while
0: Uh, there are so many things in there um when you think ahead, uh, where are we? It's February already. What? <laughs> it's not even January. Yeah. Okay, so it's February of 24. Um, and I'm, I too have, um, I'm like a checklist guy. I'm holding up a piece of paper with little post it notes. The blue nice. ones are one show, the pink ones are this show. Um, and I'm, you know, like three weeks out. So this one goes like three weeks from now. Um, and on one hand, I find having them in the can does relieve the pressure of like oh what, what, what's next um but i kind of fixed that problem by well, up until this year i would just ship them in the hour after i recorded them used to freak mm. people out of you like i'd end the call i'd open up my editor it's a half hour show i don't make any edits but so just level the thing and ship it making the episode notes took the most time mm. and that was fun because that was like i never had a cue i never and i don't care about public i didn't care about when I was publishing. So it was just like, Hey, great conversation. Ship it. Great conversation. Ship it. Sometimes I'd have a week where I'd do like three episodes in a row, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and people would be like, Hey, cut it out. (laughs) Can't (laughs) listen that fast. Um, But now that I have these stacked up, I'm actually having the other problem. I feel bad because I happen to know uh, two people out from this one. I had a really great conversation. People are, I think going to be really excited to hear it. And I feel like I'm sitting on it. Mm. Um, do you find that you have this tension, the other tension of like (laughs) embarrassment of riches?
1: Yeah, definitely do feel that. And especially when I have a really good conversation, I just want to get it out and want to tell people about it and shout about it. It is finding that balance. And also I've had things like recording episodes before Christmas and they start talking about Christmas presents or start asking me how the holiday, what the holiday season has in store. And I'm like, Oh, do I edit that out or do I just say to everyone no, that it was before, you leave know, usually that stuff in. people get it. Um, I, I know, but it is finding that balance and what's right for me as a, as a podcaster, I guess within my schedule of other things that I'm doing. And cause everything's quite evergreen in, in these topics and stuff it does move fairly quickly, but it's valid for at least a year or so. Mm. So as long as I'm getting things out in a, a yeah, a couple of months after it's been recording, I'm not too bothered. And I just made that decision to the benefits of being able to do some <laughs> video, to do some clips, to get the show notes perfect. Yeah, it is finding a balance. And I do definitely stray too far that way sometimes and let perfection be the enemy of the good a lot yeah. of the time. It's There's definitely something to be said for setting a deadline, doing the work uh, and just getting it out um and i i'm guilty definitely of the over editing maybe sometimes and uh for for no good reason but it's just in me that's what i'm like (laughs) so trying to get better at it
0: i've been trying to focus more on uh okay so i love conversation conversation with people listening who don't know this conversation is like that's my thing um So I love this part. I always say to people, my favorite part is between record and stop everything out before that. And after that, okay, I'm willing to do the work. Um, but I've been trying to, um, remind myself or trying to train myself to think about the stuff after stop, which normally I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do anything after stop. I'm like, Mr. Lazy. Uh, I've been trying to train myself to think of it as revisiting the conversation and so far this is kind of working it's like oh i get to like this isn't actually today but like i get to go back to that conversation that i had with rob and a lot of times i don't even i don't even listen through i just kind of like edit really quickly but i'm like maybe i'm actually gonna after i do the final mix down i'll actually listen to the whole thing like i'll Mm -hmm. sit down with my cup of coffee and and like revisit the conversation and then I don't like doing episode notes, but maybe it's this is the opportunity to like, yeah, but what was the best thing? Like I've been trying to change my mindset around that so that Mm. because the other problem that I have to get away from is I drop the episode, I you know, publish it, and then it's just crickets, right? Because it's podcasting, we never get any feedback from anybody. If I wait for that point to get excited about the show, well, no, it's way too late. So uh, I've been trying to like pay more attention to getting some enjoyment out of the stuff after I press stop. Mm. I don't know if that resonates with you or like how do you judge okay i'm i'm never i'm never hiding behind perfection that is never my problem (laughs) i never get lost in there
1: (laughs) no i think i i definitely for that reason that you state, i really enjoy listening back and editing and and learning from the episode because there's so much to learn from the the guests that i speak to that often you know i'm so in the moment when i'm doing the conversation and trying to be present and but i'm also thinking about is it definitely recording is yeah. it, you know, uh, like I'm watching all the these little things and red 14 minutes levels. and
0: 24 <laughs> seconds,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, they said they had a hard exit this time. Like we, All these things are going through your head and I try and be as present as I can in the conversation because I do love actually having a conversation with these people, but being able to listen back and analyze it and then pick out the really good quotes so I can do a little video yeah. snip, which I've started yeah. doing in the new series because it tends to get it's a little bit of extra work but it tends to get a different audience in because you know, i feel like i've already tried lots of things with the podcasting outreach itself but can i get in more listeners by clipping up short videos mm. of the episode so going through the edit helps me pick out really good quotes that i can i can use for that and i think more than anything for me something i'm still trying to get much better at is identifying verbal tics um you know, <laughs> like he says and then a big um after it um those kind of things making sure that i improve every episode i do trying to understand my whether i'm speaking too quickly or too slowly or not pausing enough those things i'm always trying to get better so i think listening back to the episode helps me do that as well
0: yeah, that self improvement feedback <laughs> loop can be a stern taskmaster. I, I definitely agree with you. I, I do that. Um, in in the beginning, <laughs> I've told this story before, but at one point, I had a team of people helping me with one of with another show, and I still say so a lot. Like <laughs> that's okay, Same. fine, and I, and I'm leaving it in, but they threatened to do a super cut. of all of the times that I had said, so, and turn it into like a Christmas song. So, 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 so. and like, and they said they wouldn't even have to pitch them, like they could just find ones that are the right pitch. (laughs) That was when I actually began, all right, I'm going to try and remove that tick. Um, So I, I, you're, I completely agree with you about, yes, there needs to be a self-improvement, especially for Craig, self-improvement loop. Um, but i find you're... that it's important to like cut that out at the 80 20 thing we like, yeah, have to 20 of the work 80 percent of the results to go to the next thing
1: exactly uh, you, you have to be so careful like you say because then you st- realize it's a thing and then you're thinking about it more <laughs> and you just get into this horrible loop of <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not good so you're right i think learning to find that balance as with so many things mm-hmm. i i just enjoy the editing process i'm I enjoy the conversations but I'm yeah I actually yeah (laughs) I I used to do quite a bit of music production and in a former life and I don't do that as much anymore so actually getting (laughs) getting into the uh, editing software and doing bits and bobs with EQ and stuff actually actually weirdly enjoy so uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not for everyone but you know I I don't see it as time wasted I could just sit down with a a cup of tea and a and my headphones on re-listen to the conversation and uh make sure it's all it's all good if i was getting episodes out sort of two or three times a week or it was something a lot more rapid fire that would probably drive me insane but i'm trying to publish every other week at the moment and really take the time to make sure it's uh polished yeah, as i can
0: you really still want it to be bespoke it's this custom yeah. bespoke tailoring um is there a uh, <laughs> the feedback loop just caught me i was yeah. about to say is there a piece of your process but then I went don't pop the peas into the (laughs) microphone (laughs) I got stuck um is there a piece of your process that you think is currently the rate limiting part of it like is there something that oh if I could figure out a better way or a way to stop or eliminate or minimize like what what is actually the thing that slows you down
1: hmm good question I think in the in the first instance it was Trying to over-edit and get it down to a what I thought was a reasonable length for a podcast episode, and now I don't know. I need to get more feedback on this, and like you say, it's quite difficult to get feedback uh, in real time from uh, from listeners. But I, as I after I've done a few episodes, I'm going to try. But I've just started putting out the full conversation instead, and then yeah. potentially doing some shorter clip episodes uh, later down the line because that was what was taking the time. It's like. I was just sat there going, hmm. I I always say to myself, if you feel yourself getting bored, that needs to go. So I'll be sat there listening (laughs) and going, just double overthinking it, thinking, yeah, I find it boring. But maybe other people wouldn't. Maybe it's just because I know the topic and they don't. So they might find it interesting. And I've been stung by that before when you get into more technical topics uh, around things like the environment, climate change, whatever it might be, things that I've talked about. A hundred times because I've been working in this yeah, in the I'm area, finished. or yeah, it can seem re- mundane and old hat to me, but could be really interesting and insightful to a listener. So I've gone to the other end of the spectrum now and just decided to ship the whole conversation pretty much unedited, unless there's any horrendous bits that need cutting out. So that that's definitely um, <laughs> squalling cats, yeah, get cut, right? yeah exactly. That's yeah. definitely helped me cut down the process and enjoy it all a bit more um uh, but yeah apart from that uh it's it's the the show notes and stuff like that definitely is still something that just takes a bit longer than i'd wanted i get really excited about getting the episode out the next day and i've got it all uploaded and then i'm like oh, i said <sighs> yes. to the guests throughout the episode i'll put that in the show notes i'll put that in the show notes i'll leave a link to that in the show notes and uh, that's the bit that you know i'm more into the audio than the the written part mm. of it so it becomes like a a bit of a chore but yeah i'm getting better at that as well i think slowly
0: <laughs> getting caught on process i'm i look down i'm like i haven't made any notes yet <laughs> um well it, here's a little tip for people listening i've started using chat gpt four which is not the free one it's not mm. particularly expensive but it's not the free one um, and they enable you to attach and upload the transcript don't bother. It doesn't do what you what you wish right. it would do. Which is uploaded once and then let me have a conversation about the document. That doesn't work. It turns out though, this is what I've been doing lately for like the last forty or so episodes of well, across all my shows, so not just this one. <clears throat> I I actually cut apart. I'm a software nerd. I wrote software that does this for me. I cut apart my transcript into pastable size chunks because you can't just dump yeah, unlimited yeah, text yeah, yeah. into Chat. So it cuts it like eight pieces, and then I tell Chat tell Chat be quiet, I'm gonna dump you a bunch of transcript, just acknowledge receipt. And I paste in all these things and it goes, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Then you can actually have a conversation about your transcript. So that's my first tip is Mm,
1: if you wanna
0: use AI, I have literally signed up for all of the services that do it. They all suck because (laughs) it's really hard to get a raw transcript into the AI Mm. large language model so that it will actually talk to you about it. So that's the thing I've been doing is dumping the transcript in chunk by chunk. You can do it with GPT three and a half, which is free. I think four does a better job, but you can snip. Like if you just paste it in, it'd be like too many tokens. So you have to cut it. So cut it apart, paste it in and then try talking to it. It can do some really nice things. It can really Mm. point out interesting bits of dialogue or give me a list of takeaways. It's good at that. But I'm coming back to the thing about show notes and I'll mention it in the notes. I'll mention it in the notes. I'll mention it in the notes. I'll tell you what it can't do is find all the stuff that you said should be in the episode notes and give you a Mm. list. It can't do that. Uh, So I like my two pronged approach is if I say I'll put it in the episode notes, I reach for my pen and I write, (laughs) for example, I'm writing down Rob, Rob, what's the name of your podcast? And give me like the elevator pitch while I make a note. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually do that. Actually though. do
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but the podcast is called Innovate Eco. Um, it's a podcast interviewing green pioneers with bold ideas. It's uh, I interview and speak to founders and uh, innovators who are doing something to tackle environmental problems. So yeah, there's my elevator pitch. Have you written that note down, Craig?
0: <laughs> Terrific. Yeah, no, it worked perfect. Um, so <laughs> normally, well, as I'm chatting with somebody, I'm trying to like share some process with people. As I'm chatting with people, at some point, the guest would do that spontaneously. Yep. And when they do it, I write, you know, mention podcast. And I have my notes that I made before the thing. So the part that was always a problem for me with episode notes was if I rely on the language model it can't do that part at all you right. can write a couple paragraphs and then i can wordsmith them the way i like um and then i write the resource list the links list so that's that's my tip with you can reg- use that regular
1: chat great tip yeah I've, i can't believe i've not thought of that because i use it in work to for, i throw in transcripts of meetings and say give me the the summary and some action mm-hmm. it's really really good at that it'll give dir the number of actions to people it'll summarize the meeting notes in a pretty concise way. So, yeah, that is a great idea. I'm going to mm-hmm. definitely give that a try. Handwrite on the resources, yeah. <laughs> and the power oh, of AI.
0: What else? Yeah, well, and I, I always pause because it's not AI. I don't really think anything <laughs> we have is artificial intelligence yet because to me, it has to have agency. Oh, no, let's not go. I don't want to get on this soapbox. Yeah, <laughs> um, Until the thing has agency, we're not having a discussion about it being AI. But it is super useful. It is yeah. the most tireless assistant. I I I ask it these things and it explains it to me and it and it never rolls its eyes, you know. <laughs> it never goes, "Oh, seriously, Craig?
1: <laughs> have you so, um so you said you have four. We can get nerdy now about <laughs> ChatGPT. Um the have you tried making a custom GPT in it? Cuz I actually had a go at making I have a podcast custom
0: instructions. Is that what you mean? Or do you no, mean
1: the um the actual GPT uh, that you can create your own GPT and you can Load I've in played in the sandbox, but I haven't yeah.
0: really gone hog wild on that. And I've thought about doing that. Like we were talking before about listening to our own work again and like really getting in the conversation and enjoying it. Because as you know, I, I'm only half listening, the other half of me is trying to make a show. And I've thought about, oh, I should pour all of this in so I could talk to it, because I kind of do that myself by hand, another way. But I haven't played with it, and it's kind of the back away slowly (laughs) before it eats my face, you know. Toy. I I tried.
1: I tried making a podcast mentor in there. I could like preload with loads of stuff, and then I could ask it questions about the podcast and things like that. And it's a work in progress. Um, But it's it's i'd love the idea of being able to just preload it with certain things and then you can just dive straight, straight into a, a very tailored conversation mm. um but it's kind of similar to the custom instructions that you mentioned it's just allows yeah, you the to custom instructions are super to, simple compared yeah, to that
0: i yeah. would love to have it have such a thing because i i would love to send guests before they come to the show i'd love to tell them which episode to go listen to it's like here go listen yeah. to 140 it's like, that's not happening but to to actually ask it some questions and have it say oh give them episode 13 i know that's way back there but they would really like this guest mm-hmm. um, because that can take me a lot of like scratching my head and scrolling through the list to find um, who to suggest but i think that'd be a place where um a little more anecdote oh, watching the clock tick Uh, I used to, I mentioned I had a team on the other show, and the person that was the production assistant used to travel with me and like do the recordings. We would talk about guests who were coming up, Mm. and then between the two of us, we'd be like, oh, they should, oh, they should listen to. So it was like we used to have those conversations, but now I don't have that person working with me. And I, that's one thing I really miss is the, I used call it the cohort in crime. Not that there were any crimes, <laughs> but, but we used to think about it was like these two crazy people talking about the show. Who, who should be the next guest? What should they get? What order should they get published?
1: Yeah, um, And I think that's
0: a piece that maybe we're all missing is like, how do you suggest to your guests coming in, listen to this? Like, don't listen to the last episode. You won't like it. Listen to this one. I think mm-hmm. that's a piece that a lot of people would, would love to have
1: yeah i think i just use it all the time whether it's for work or for things like this for bouncing ideas of getting out of my own head mm. and uh it's it, i found it really useful for that everyone's like oh I, it can't write blog posts it can't write books and like that, well, that's not what i use it for yeah. loads of uh, useful things and for me i just i spend a lot of time just living in my own head and need to get out and <laughs> i try and <laughs> journal and get things out onto paper and out of my head but actually chatgpt can be a really useful way to just bounce ideas back and forth. Mm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I've often thought um one thing that works really well, you know, when people start tra- talking about transcriptions. Uh so we're we're recording right now through Zencaster. Um this episode brought to you by not. <laughs> but because the audio is separated the transcripts are really good. Like it never gets mm. confused about who said what or, mm, or uh, like because it 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 cheats. I think it transcribes them separately and then blends them together. I don't know how it does it, but very rarely do I ever see the transcript having an error, and that makes a huge difference when you give that transcript to a machine to interpret. Uh, sometimes I pass them through other services, and unless it's reviewed by a human, which I would love to be able to pay for. It, um, unless it's reviewed by a human, mm. sometimes you're like, "That's what? That's not who said that?" <laughs> or I am always in the transcript, like, "What?" are playing the audio back. Um, we're a long way from machine magic.
1: Yeah, in, on transcript, do you put your transcripts out? Into the public domain Ooh, for all your podcasts.
0: Um, I don't. I would put them out. Like I don't have a problem with people with them being published because like people like Apple are now starting to transcribe on the fly. So mm. transcriptions like the horses out of the barn. It's not yeah. copyrighted. Um, I don't put them out because I never got. I, I did for the longest time. I used to include the full transcripts in various places, um, and I did that because I know the search engines can see them, and mm. I thought that would help bring people to the show. Uh, but my takeaway was. It's super easy to do that, just like yeah. <laughs> put the thing there. But I never, and I do run into people in real life who have listened to the show and they talk about the show. I have never in any context had anybody tell me they used it or thought it was useful or appreciated that work. So I <laughs> yeah. stopped doing it. Um, what but, I do believe works is episode notes. What were you going to say? Yeah,
1: I was just going to say, but on the flip side, did you have any, have you had in many cases is of people who say they found the episode because of the transcript, I. No, I. The no, I've worked. never
0: I've never gotten a single bit of feedback about transcripts ever in any way, shape, or form. And at one point we used to use Rev back in the like five years ago. We used to use Rev and pay for human transcription. They make gorgeous transcripts. Mm. Yeah, that that's eye-wateringly expensive. <laughs> yeah, when I was you're like, say, that it, sounds expensive. It, yeah. So I still have those. Um but yeah it's um The episode notes, I think, are the the sweet spot Mm -hmm. because it it gives me you know what I call the hook sentence. It gives me a summary paragraph. It gives me when I'm done, they have some quotes and I have some good text. Search engines can find that. Um, For a while, I used to publish a lot of podcasts with no episode notes at all, just because this Mm. takes time and I don't want to do it. Um, But now I'm like, no, this is this is minimum viable podcast. It's got to have some episode notes, Craig. So I really think episode notes are the sweet spot, and I think the not just machine generated, but like on the fly, on done, like, you know, your personal automated assistant will transcribe or find the transcription and find the spot in the show. Cause that's the next level. Take me to the place in the show where the thing I care about is talked about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I did transcripts for a long time. I still have them. I still use them, but I don't publish them just because I don't think they add anything to the mix.
1: Interesting. Yeah. That's something I, want to think about and do think about i definitely used to put them in because i thought there would be an seo reason to do it more discovery but yeah I'd, well, i didn't get any feedback <laughs> and i said one wasn't entirely convinced it was it was working so i stopped doing it but i do need to have a think more about that kind of discoverability element at the moment i'm just happy to get episodes out organically yeah. find listeners try and explore different social pathways to um to gain more listeners but i've i need to have a bit more of a think about how to expand that reach whether it's through show notes or through doing blog posts about the episodes or things like that it's kind of it's weighing up and yeah. balancing that time versus reward strategy and and the ability to kind of split test things as well that all takes uh, a lot of energy and time so
0: yeah yeah, yeah definitely i um uh, I pause because people hear me pause and they're like, oh, "I wish you could say all of the things he's thinking." <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: I, I uh, on this specific show on Pod Talk, I'm experimenting with something I've been calling an in-between episode. I can't remember where I got that from. I actually tried to figure out where I first heard that term, and I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And the idea being, instead of baking the stuff that we'd normally bake into the outro, like, "Hey, please go support Pod Talk." for real these people please go support pod talk <clears throat> and then like here's the link and here's the thing instead of baking that in the outro which nobody ever listens to in the history of ever yep i took that out and i put it in a dedicated just little host on mic episode and then i've been moving it so it turns out that if you adjust the publication date it moves it in your feeds yeah. but it doesn't mark it as new so people who find the show we'll see that as a new episode and it's second just behind the most recent episode and they can listen if they want or they can completely not listen just like they would have done if i baked it into the show
1: mm-hmm.
0: but the upside is i don't have this i used to not want to put things in the show because i'm like well that url i got you i got episodes that are old enough it's like oh wow i should i need to edit that and remove my thinking there uh, <laughs> so that's something i've started playing with because i'm thinking it gives me an opportunity to occasionally talk directly to the audience.
1: Mm. Um, that is interesting yeah and i completely agree with the i always do the outro anyway and uh, with the complete knowledge that uh, i'm looking at the statistics that basically everyone drops off just before mm-hmm. that anyway but yeah. you know, it just feels comforting and the right thing to do to end the show like that
0: <laughs> yeah it's tricky to figure out how to split you know how to walk the balance of at what point am i um I'm trying to think of a good metaphor. What point am I just, you know, I'm hiding and trying to perfect this. And at what point am I, no, this is something that people will be like, wait, what's going on? Like in the intro, that thing that I read in, I read it in because I don't want to do post-production intro recordings. So I'm like, okay, that means I have to have an exact thing that I'm going to say. So it hits all the points of like, Mm. if this is the first time you've ever heard the show, this is my name and this is what we're doing. And this is Rob. So yeah. All right. Uh, just watching our time take away. I think that's a, as bad a place as any to stop. So <laughs> thanks uh, so much. I'll put it together. It comes out. Oh, today is the fifth. It comes out on like the 22nd if things go according to my plan. So I'll put it together with some episode notes written with a little bit of help from ChatGPT. So nice. thanks so much, Rob, for joining right. me today.
1: That's all right. Thanks very much for having me, Craig.